Episode 3 Stuck Written by Andy Bolter Starring Halima Hussein as Sarita Divya Meir as Anna and Linda Marlowe as Maggie Episode 3 Surprise Party for Three Good afternoon. Welcome to Metropolis on the up and up all over the country. My name is Sarita. Don't panic. I'm here to help. Oh, I'm not panicking. Anna? It's you who should be panicking. Dad has had more dates than you and it's not even been six months since mum's been gone. He's not been on any dates. Exactly. And that's still more than you. <sighs> that's not funny. And how many times you can't keep buzzing me at work? Oh, don't be like that, sis. It's more fun using this lift buzzer thingy. And besides, it's so much cheaper than international calls. I'd say it's cheaper. It's free. Look, it's a lift alarm intercom. And you can't keep using it to subsidise your designer shoe collection. Oh, don't be so dramatic. You and I both know that my loving hubby keeps me in plenty of shoes. Of course he does. This is for my beautiful new coat and my designer handbag habit. Oh, talking of bags, what's this I hear about Dad seeing Mrs. Banerjee? <laughs> you are so outrageous, sis. They're friends, that's all. He gets lonely since Mum passed. I'm always at work and... <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Can you talk? Of course I can't talk. I'm at work. Have I found the man for you? Oh, why won't you listen? I said I'm working. No, no, just listen, sis. He's a friend of my Sony. A little bit hairy, but... I'm not looking for a man. You've not even asked about his car. Okay. What about his car? All right. All right, patient sis. I was just getting to that. It's a Mercedes C-Class saloon. And I tell you, it's the kind of car that goes with any outfit and very fast. You make him sound like a hairy torpedo. Oh, oh no. I have to go. My supervisor is coming. Is he single? Ask him what he... drives. Okay, bye, sis. Miss you. Are you okay, dear? Sorry? Oh, yes, I'm okay. Why wouldn't I be? You was telling the lift. You missed it. No, I was talking to my sister, not the lift. In the SAS, is she? No. Special agent like Ethan Hawke? Who? Mission Impossible, you know. Diddy-doo, diddy-doo. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. I'm starting to wish you'd self-destruct. Lord knows why they call it Mission Impossible. He always completes it, don't he? I suppose Mission Implausible isn't so catchy. Sorry, what are you talking about? Your sister. I never saw her come out. I can't see her in here neither. So I assume she's climbed out the hatch up there and done a shifty up the cables. Oh, good grief. I was talking to her on the intercom. The intercom? Yes, the intercom. The lift buzzer thingy for the alarm. She works in the lift company in Delhi. I buzz her, she answers, we chat. Oh, that's clever. Must save you a lot of money on international calls. That's what I said. <laughs> and this coat didn't pay for itself. Mmm, that colour does look expensive. Thanks. Look, I have to go. Me too. I'm ever so busy. I'm throwing a surprise party for my son. Your son? He's back from Australia, you know. How would I know? He lives out there. Has done for years. 
He's coming back for a couple of weeks and he's bringing his girlfriend. They're getting married. Lovely. Well, um, I really must be going, so I have a lot to do. Me too, love. I'm going to six. What floor? Oh, uh, I'm not... Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Well, don't keep pressing the buttons. You'll break... It. Do you think that was me? Well, it wasn't me, was it? Hitting all the buttons like an incandescent cuckoo clock. Well, what do we do now? Better speak to your sister. Oh, look, I told you, she's not a special agent. She works for the lift company in... Delhi, I know, dear. Oh, yes. Oh, I'd give her a buzz. Good afternoon. Welcome to Metropolis on the up and up all over the country. My name is Sarita and don't worry, I'm here to help you. Me again. Oh, Anna, I haven't got time to... No, 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 wait. We're stuck and we don't know what to do. Look, it can't be easy being married, huh? No, not me and my Sunny. Me and, um, uh, what's your name? Maggie. Maggie? Me and Maggie. We're stuck in your lift. Maggie, is that you? Hello, dear. How is your breathing now? Are you feeling better? You know each other. How? That buzzer thingy saves time and all. She's a lot quicker than going to the doctors. I'm much better, thank you, Sarita. That's good. You've met my sister then. Not very alike, are you? <laughs> my mother always said we're like chalk and cheese. Chalk and cheese board, more like, with that coat. Shh, Maki! <laughs> Don't be so cruel. She just likes her brands, that's all. I'm still here, you know. Sorry, Maggie was having breathing difficulties. No, I mean I'm still here, stuck. I don't care about Maggie's breath. Well... Unless she gets too close. Charming. I have to ask, sis, what are you still doing in my lift? Mostly, um, I'm having my fashion sense battered by Vivian Westwood's great aunt. No, I mean, what... I know what you meant. What then? Did you get lost trying to get out? You never did have a good sense of direction. No, I was leaving, and then Maggie decided to give me her life story. And before I knew it, she was hitting the buttons faster than Elton John can play Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye. No, don't go, sis. No, it's goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Not follow the Yellow Brick Road. That was Julie Andrews. No, that was Judy Garland. Who cares? Just do what you have to do and get us out of here so we can get on with our lives. Why? Are the shops shutting? Oh, be quiet, Maggie. No wonder your son went to Australia. OK, give me a moment and I'll get an estimated time for an engineer to fix the problem. Is that it? Is what it? You? This job, is that all you do? What do you mean, is this all I do? Well, the way everyone speaks is like you run the place. You know, Sarita is doing very well, you know. Sarita is very clever, you know. Sarita wears a suit every day, you know. You hardly do anything. You just sit at your desk in Delhi and call engineers. I help people. You help engineers find broken lifts. You hardly international rescue, are you? She helps all sorts of people. She helped me with my asthma and hay fever. She helped out Mrs. Abebe with her bad hip. What is this? The world's smallest hospital? You're not even qualified to be a real doctor. Hey, I'm almost a real doctor. Yeah, she helped Gina deliver a baby the other day. Wait, what? Did you say she delivered a baby in here? Oh, my goodness. 
I think I'm going to be faint. Oh, I, I feel sick. Have you just noticed the colour of your coat? My coat? First your taste goes, obviously, then you start to feel sick. No, you horrible woman. It's the thought of a baby being... being... being, you know, born in here. Having a baby is the most natural thing you can do. Not in between floors. And it's not the baby, it's all the, you know, all the uh, gloop and the slime. You make it sound like the baby was delivered by Ghostbusters. It just sounds so mucky. Your sister didn't deliver the baby in here. The husband was stuck in here with the car keys. Sally was stuck in the car. Sally? Sally had the baby. Very angry girl. You'd like her. Charming. So Gina... Is a lovely girl. Got more tracksuits than Sports Direct, mind you. Still, not just her, is it? Not just her? It's all the kids round here. Every day's a sports day to this lot. Funny when you think half of them couldn't climb out of a Kentucky bucket. Her brother's just as bad. Her brother? Perry, always wearing the Chelsea home kit, unless it's a special occasion. And then he gets dressed up? Then he wears the away kit. Oh, he must really love his football. He loves southern fried chicken and elasticated shorts. That's mad. Like your coat. My Alan is mad about his football. Oh, dear. You okay, Maggie? No, I have to go. Not in here. I haven't gotten over the baby not being born in here yet. You're not listening. You don't understand. Oh, I do understand. I know you're old, but I don't care what state your undercrackers are in. You can't go in here. Oh, shush, you daft woman. I need to go, as in I can't stand here nattering to you. I'm talking about my surprise party. It's not much of a surprise, Maggie, if you already know about it. It's not for me, it's for my Alan and his fiancé. Alan's home? And he's getting married? Oh, lovely. It will be if I can perfect a disappearing act for a party trick. Well, if we're here much longer, perhaps they'll throw us a party. You know, free the Croydon do. My guests will be arriving in under half hour. I couldn't find me candles, I've run out of matches and my sausage rolls are defrosting as we speak. And no one likes a soggy sausage. <laughs> Shush, says. Show some respect. Nobody wants a soggy sausage. <laughs> That's proper tickle me. <laughs> that has <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute, Maggie, and I'll chase that engineer. Thanks, dear. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what came over me. Don't be daft. When I was a kid, we had to choose between holidays on Canvey Island and a sausage joke. Well, there you go again, making fun of me. The coat started it, dear. Look, I picked this coat. I like it. Please leave me and my coat alone. You may have picked it, but it's been picking on you ever since. So, so you're married then? Six months. Married and living in London. And how are you finding it? It's, um, it's, it's not like the movies. Unless you like horrors. My husband was like a blooming poltergeist. What, you never saw him? Hardly ever. And he always left a mess. <laughs> you are so right. And what about London? Mm, it's okay. I'm getting used to it. The food, though, is surprisingly better than I expected. Really? What's your favourite English dinner? Chicken tikka masala. We've got nothing like it at home. Well, I never. And my Sonny, he loves bangers and mush. <laughs> it's mash, dear. Bangers and mash. No one says mush. Oh, whatever. Mash, mush, potato, potato. Who cares? I care. 
And no one says potato, neither. Hello, I'm back. Oh, I wondered where you'd got to. I thought you were off delivering twins somewhere. I was only gone a few minutes. Okay, Dr. Sarita. It's not my fault you never went to medical school. Oh, and it's not mine that you never finished. I never said it was. Listen, you two, as lovely as it is to listen to you both squabbling, can I just say I'm starting to feel the pressure a bit. Look, I told you, you can't go in here. Not this again. I was just saying... Look, I don't care how much pressure you're feeling. Don't go in here. We probably drank pots and pots of tea before you came out. Pots of tea? Not that kind of pressure. I mean, time is getting precious. And you're afraid that you might die in here with a full bladder? Time is precious because people are coming for me. To take you away, I hope. Guests. And if you keep bringing my bladder into this, I'm liable to get the urge. Don't you dare. Well, OK, sis, how long? I'm still chasing, but I reckon about 20 minutes, hopefully less than that. What? 20 minutes? What about my sausage rolls? They won't cook themselves, you know. Those blooming sausage rolls. I mean, what are they made of? The fatted calf? No, they're made of pork and my boy loves them. It won't be a proper family party without them. And you? Me? Of course I love a sausage roll. Who doesn't? No, I mean, it won't be a proper family party without you. Oh, give me strength. Oh, yes, I see. Actually, if we get out in 20 minutes, I shall be OK. They'll be a little late, that's all. Hang on. What time is it? It's 22. 20 to 6? No, 6.22. 6.22? Who speaks like that? Like what? Like that! You say 22 or 20 past. You don't say 22. You've lost me, dear. Maybe you're lacking oxygen. If you feel dizzy, you should sit on the floor. I'm not sitting on this floor. Look at it. If it was a bottom, you'd wipe it before you went. Calm down, sis. 20 minutes isn't that long. Calm down? What happens when my sonny gets home and I'm not there? He'll understand, won't he? I could ring him for you. No! I mean, um, no, no, you mustn't. You, you don't have to. Here, you all right, girl? Yes. Are you OK, Anna? I'm fine. You don't sound like you're fine. No, you don't, love. I mean, I know I have problems. Defrosted sausage rolls aren't a problem, Maggie. You can just cook them later. No, no, you're right. Sausage rolls aren't a problem. Even I know that. But you see, I wasn't talking about the sausage rolls. Oh, no? What now? Left your sandwiches out? Shush, woman, let me speak. Don't shush me. You haven't stopped speaking. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you had a parrot with a speech impediment. Your voice is the only thing we've heard since we got... In the lift? Yeah, I know. The thing is, you see, that's the only time I get to speak. It's the only reason I get in the lift. What? To speak? Yes, love. I live on the ground floor. I wake up with Susanna Reid. Oh, lovely dresses. And spend the day with me telly and me logic puzzles. I don't see a soul. So when I get really lonely, I jump in the lift and hope to bump into someone. Anyone, really. But what about your friends, you know, on the sixth floor? I don't know anyone on the sixth. To be honest, I ignore the sixth normally. Too much pampas grass outside 603. Oh, surely that's a myth. About the pampas grass being a sign for swingers? And anyway, why would swingers want you? Listen, love, you said yourself life ain't like the movies, and I don't think swingers are particularly picky. 
I don't care about swingers. Oh, unless one of them does themselves an injury. Mm, I'll ignore that. I mean, why do you get in a lift when you feel lonely? To have a chat. I saw your sister. Well, I saw her coat first and then I saw her. I thought, who's this? We don't normally get the circus in town. I love this court. Of course you do, love. But love's blind, isn't it? Anyway, you started talking about your sister living in India. And I just wanted to keep the conversation going, so I made some stuff up. So you made it all up? The party, the sausage rolls, having a son? Not all of it. I have a son, that bit's true. And he lives in Oz and he's getting married as far as I know. Oh, so still congratulations then? I guess. Oh, what? You don't like his fiance? Never met her. I didn't know she existed. Or they were getting married until Gina... Remember Gina? Delivered the baby? Had hands like Lady Macbeth last time I saw her. Oh, is she an actress? No, she just delivered Sally's baby. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what about Gina? Oh, yes. Where was I? Tesco's. Tesco's? Yeah, Tesco's. I was in the frozen aisle and I bumped into Gina's mum. I used to babysit her back in the 70s. Anyway, she said congratulations. Congratulations? I know. I was quite surprised as well. I'd only picked up some frozen peas. Frozen peas? Turns out she's friends with my Alan on the computer. What is it? Tweet book or something? Facebook? That's the one. Anyway, he announced to the world he was getting married. But he didn't have time to tell me. Oh, that's terrible, Maggie. I know, love. Since my Fred left. Oh, did he die recently? No, he upped and left for a woman down the co-op. Said he fancied some crumpet. Well, I never thought, did I? Why didn't I see that coming? Funny that. She only had one eye. Shame it was the roving one. Elsie, that was her name. She always had an eye for the men, even when she had both of them. How did she lose her eye? I don't know all the details, but I heard she lost it shaking her kid's etch-a-sketch too vigorously. Oh, blinded by a kid's toy? Well, it was the 70s, dear. Kids were always breaking bones, splitting their head open or being dragged under a roundabout. They had much more of a laugh then. Yeah, sounds like they were in stitches. Actually, I think it was the early 80s. she just lost her job at the opticians on the corner. What? For losing her eye? No, she was sleeping with one of the reps. Still, that's a bit harsh. Well, he's married to the optician who owns a shop. What's the point of all this? Well, since my Fred left, I've been lonely. I'm sorry to hear that, Maggie. The engineer isn't that far now. Are you sure you don't want me to ring, Sonny? No. No, thank you, sis. Are you sure? I mean... I said no, didn't I? Just leave it. What I was trying to say before we started talking about Elsie was before my Fred left, he was a bit old-fashioned. Wasn't Fred just old? Maybe, and maybe old-fashioned like your Sonny. Oh, my Sonny is not old-fashioned. Really? Bangers and Mash was Fred's favourite too. Well, look, he might have liked Bangers and Mosh, but... Mash! But he doesn't like women from the local co-op. More of a Waitrose man, is he? I bet it's the free coffee. He doesn't even like coffee. That's your first defence? Look, you're missing the point. You probably can't hear me with that coat on. Oh, I'm getting the point. It's the sharp end of your tongue. When I said my Fred was was old-fashioned, I meant he was always looking out for me. Just like my Sonny? Yeah. 
if old-fashioned means untrusting and suffering from low self-esteem. Look, if someone don't trust you for no reason, it's because they can't be trusted. Well, my Sonny is not like your Fred. Anyway, none of this matters because he's probably working. He works so hard, night and day. So, you probably won't even notice if I'm not around. Oh, Anna, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what to make of all of this. But I won't call him, I promise. Thank you. And if you get lonely again, I don't mind you buzzing from one of my lifts. Lonely? Who said I was lonely? Says the lady who jumps into lifts just to talk to people. Buzz any bells? I do it to speak to my sister. It saves me money, yes, dear. Because one look at you with your designer handbags and that coat, I thought, poor girl can't afford to call a family. Okay. Okay. Well, look, I don't feel lonely. I feel... Stuck? Yes, stuck. Don't we all love? Well, it's all right for you, sis. You're at home with Dad. I'm stuck here with a husband that bought me beautiful things to show me off. And now he buys me beautiful things to shut me up. What do you mean it's all right for me? (laughs) I'm only here because you're there. You know I trained to be a doctor. You know I wanted to travel. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Sis, I just get so frustrated. Oh, you're not getting any of that either. My Fred wouldn't leave me alone. He was like a greasy stain on my skirt. I couldn't get him off. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm frustrated with life. Me too. So what now? Well, I need to decide what I want for my marriage. And... Not your marriage. I mean, what now? Stuck in this lift. Me Aussie soaps start in a minute and I do like a sausage roll with them. Oh, yes. Sorry. You should be out in a few minutes. Lovely. Thanks. That went quick. I know. I have Metropolis privileges. But wouldn't you rather have a Mercedes C-Class saloon? Really? Not now, Anna. Are you going to be all right, girl? I think so. Well, you know where I am if you get, you know, a bit stuck. (laughs) In the world's teeny tiniest hospital. It's whatever you need. Unless you need a sit down, my feet don't half ache. Ah, we're moving. Are we going up or down? Down. You should be going to the ground floor. Right, that's my stop. Ta-ta, Sarita. And thanks again for sorting my asthma and hay fever problem. Almost a pleasure, Maggie. Speak to you soon. Yes, see you, sis. Oh, uh, sorry about the, you know. (sighs) No problem. (laughs) I'm sorry, too. I never knew you were that unhappy. (laughs) Nor me, sis. Still, I know what would make you happy. (sighs) Not again. Please, go home. I'm going. Love to Dad. That was Stuck, written by Andy Bolter. It starred Halima Hussein as Sarita, Divya Meir as Anna, and Linda Marlowe as Maggie. The producers were Lily Streams and Ross Peet. And the programme was a Kitchen Disco production.